Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. In this episode number 57, we're covering French herb-scented Vichy water. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles where I help you take control of your high life. Who am I? I'm your host, Marge, and I'm really grateful that you're here today and that you're listening. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome. I hope you get a lot of value out of this and you try some of the, the things I suggest today. And if you are a longtime listener, also, thank you so much for being here and following along on all my cooking adventures with cannabis, because that's what I love to do. And that's what I love to share. And I'm forever grateful that there's other people out there who have the same interests as I do, hence the podcast. But in any case, I really appreciate it. And today I'm excited because we're doing the third installment in the Big Bite mini series, as I decide to call it midway through this whole thing. Next week will be the last one in this series, but I will be creating a new category on my website to hopefully make it easier to find because I have, I did a quick bite mini series way back, maybe almost a year ago on some simple infusions. And this one will be another series to add to that. So hopefully they'll be able to build I can't talk today. Hopefully they'll be easier to find if you want to go back and look for them. So let's get into it. Uh, I have been then this uh, big bite mini series. We've been doing some recipes from Warren Bobro's fantastic book, Cannabis Cocktails, Mocktails, and Tonics. And if you haven't had a chance to pick up that book yet, I highly recommend it. I don't think you'll be disappointed. I have been making plenty of things from the book as of late because I did take the time to make the medicated rich simple syrup, the sugar version, and the honey version. And even though I've shared a couple recipes, the one today and the one from last week with you, I've been making other things as well. The Vietnamese lemonade was fantastic, a great lemonade flavor. It just so happened that I made preserved lemons, which is what was required for that particular particular recipe. I made preserved lemons over the winter time and this recipe calls for those. So of course, I'm going to try it out. It was a very simple one to make too. So you just make a lemonade by the glass and fantastic. I made that one, which is another little aside. If you have the book Bong Appetit, which I have reviewed on this podcast a while back as well, that was one of the first cannabis cookbooks that I ever picked up. Actually, I think I got it as a gift. People know me so well. I got it as a gift and that book actually has a recipe for an infused preserved lemonade or sorry, an infused preserved lemon. You make a, a big jar of preserved lemons and it seems odd that you would want to preserve lemons, but the first time trying it over the winter time and it was actually really great. I don't use them a ton, but they're really nice to have on hand and in cooking. And once you make them, once they're preserved, they keep, hence why you're preserving them. So if you have that book, check out that recipe. I can also link to the to the website that I got my preserved lemons from or how I made them. Uh, from Nourished Kitchen, one of my favorite cooking websites as well. The ones that I made were not infused. So you can do it either way. If you had infused 
preserved lemons, however, that would add an extra little kick to this Vietnamese lemonade in this book. But these are sort of like longer range, longer term projects that you'd have to think a little bit about ahead of time. However, something worth thinking about. I also made the cucumber melon mint cooler from the book recently too. And that one was really nice. Definitely worth enjoying on a hot, hot summer day. Like we've been doing or that we've been experiencing been on the website or not each episode gets its own page where I have links to some of the things I'm talking about in the show the recipe that I'm using whether I've typed it up to live on the website or linking to the original place that I got it from uh, products I've used for it any of that kind of stuff it lives on the website. But something new I'm playing around with is transcripts. So sometimes maybe you want to find something and you don't want to have to go back and listen. You just want to scroll through and try and find it. I am adding transcripts at the end of these episodes on the webpage. Uh, they are, it's interesting because this new transcription stuff is all done by AI, which is kind of uncanny. I'm recording this right now and it's being transcribed as I speak. It's really weird. But I'm not taking the time to go back and edit them because that's a whole other step and a long list of steps I have to do to produce this podcast. I know you guys don't really give a shit about all this stuff, so I won't go into it too much, but they will be unedited transcripts. However, it is there for you. You will find odd spelling mistakes. Like I know from last week's episode, John Bartram's Garden Punch came up a few times as John Barb's. Maybe I mumble. I don't know. The AI is probably still getting to know me. But if you're interested at all in finding transcripts, which you can email and share with people as well, that will be there. Usually you just have to scroll to the bottom of the webpage for that particular episode. And I've done a few episodes now, maybe two or three. I will eventually go back and hopefully transcribe them all, but one thing at a time. There's also another new feature on the website called Friends of the Podcast. And I believe that's under the resources page. I'd have to double check, but I'm pretty sure that's where it is. And this is just a page where people I have interviewed for or spoken with on the podcast, um, they're going to have their own spot where you can find the episode that I had with them quite easily and a link to whatever projects they're doing out in the world, whether it's their Instagram page or a website or what have you, because these people are doing wonderful things. And I'm hoping to really grow that because these are people who are really contributing to the cannabis space in particular with edibles, because of course, that's what we're interested here. So check that out. I've got a couple people on there. Ganja Mama, Nadia, she was my first ever uh, real guest, if you will. And then we had Ashley and Dennis from the Green Light Project there too. So that's what they're going to be. And as more guests come on the show, that's where they're going to live. They'll still have their own episode webpage, just like every other one. But if you're wanting to find uh, information about them really quickly or that episode, then you'll be able to just go to that section and find it really quick. So I'm pretty excited about those two new features. So I hope you'll check them out. Head over to the website, bitemepodcast.com. There's lots of stuff there for you. And as always, if you have any feedback about the website, how anything's set up or, or what have you, please let me know because sometimes I have no idea that there could be something not working the way it should or something like that because so it sometimes takes that outside viewer with a fresh eye to see something that I have failed to see. And I'm just doing this on the side, you know, when I have my spare time, when I'm not working or doing other things. Although let's be honest, if I'm not working half the time, I'm doing either the podcast or creating edibles 
so I can talk about them on the podcast and also so I can eat them and get quite high. So feedback, always welcome, always appreciated. And you can even try the voice message feature. I dare you. I dare you to try the voice message feature. Have you tried it yet? I'm waiting for your questions and your comments and everything. But if you don't want to talk, then that's fine. You can always send me an email as well at bitemepodcast at fastmail.com. And if I said that a little fast, no worries. It'll be at the end of the show as well. So just a little bit of housekeeping right there just to keep you guys up to date about what I'm trying to do for you on the site and everything. And other than that, what am I doing? I'm watching my plants grow and I'm pretty excited because I, in Canada, you can legally grow four plants per household and I have the requisite four growing in my backyard. I didn't put them in huge pots. I only did five gallon pots. So they're not going to become enormous because I didn't really want to attract too much attention about me growing weed in my backyard. I don't know who else in the neighborhood is doing it. There's probably more people than I realize because if you don't draw too much attention to it, people really don't know what you're up to until they probably start to flower and then they might stink a little more. So we'll see what happens when that comes. But they are starting to flower. You can just, just, just see some of the tiny little hairs where the bud is going to be starting to develop. And that's really exciting to watch them grow. I've never been so excited about anything growing, except maybe the three tomatoes I'm getting on one of my tomato plants right now, on my only tomato plant. So beside one tomato plant and some flowers and my weed, that's what I've got in my garden right now. And I'm I'm very excited about that. I did a CBD dominant plant that's going to be uh, low THC, high CBD. So I can make some of the infusions and things from the ultimate guide to CBD book that I talked about a little while ago. So if you haven't checked out that rep- that episode, I highly recommend you try that. Obviously, there's lots of, epi- lots of recipes in there that you can try. And interestingly, CBD flour is getting more and more popular. I work in a dispensary and more and more people are coming in asking for low THC, high CBD versions of, of their flour because they want to enjoy all the all the same rituals, I suppose. They want to observe the same rituals that they enjoyed before with a much harder hitting THC-based flower, but they don't necessarily want the super intoxicating effects. And I'm seeing it more and more. You get a lot of older folks coming in, which, you know, makes sense intuitively, but there's a lot of other people who are very interested in this as well. So it's becoming more popular as people really discover the benefits of CBD and how it can help in their lives. So I'm growing one of those. So I'm pretty excited about that because my poor insomniac husband um, is needing to find some relief and I will be helping him with that, hopefully with that plant. And then I have a sativa dominant and an indica dominant plant. I think I have two of one. I forget which one. I'd have to look at the tags again, but growing a sativa and an indica as well. So I'm getting a little bit of everything and I'll be pretty excited to play around with that come this fall. I have some things planned for the podcast too with regards to that. So that's all coming. So excited to watch them grow. It's like, it's like watching your child learn to walk. So exciting. Okay, maybe the child learning to walk was a little bit more exciting, but it was a a pretty distant memory for me. My kids are all grown up now. So this is the next best thing. I'm not going to lie. So today we are talking about the French herb scented Vichy water, which is another wonderful recipe from the cannabis cocktails, mocktails and tonics. And this is a non-alcoholic cooling beverage. We're going through another heat wave right now in Ontario where I am located. And this is going to be 
I shouldn't say is going to be. It is a lovely, refreshing drink that will help keep you cool on hot, hot summer days. And this is what Warren has to say about this particular recipe in his book. If you combine sugar and alcohol, the result is, far too often, a knee-knocking hangover. So make yourself a French herb-scented vichy water instead. It's both both booze-free and mercifully low in sugar. First, you'll make a concentrated, tangy, medicated simple syrup. Then you'll add it to a refreshing pour of sparkling water before dotting the finished drink with cucumber bitters. Use a medicator-rich simple syrup you've infused with Blue Dream, which boasts a spicy herbal fragrance and flavors of sugar-coated dark berries and exotic spices. Does that not sound amazing? And I never even really looked at it before with his... With the thing, I mean, obviously, I can confirm about the result of sugar and alcohol and knee-knocking hangovers. I mean, hello, that's one of the reasons why I love cannabis, because, yeah, maybe sometimes you get a weed hangover. Refer back to that podcast episode as well. But if you have a weed hangover, I mean, the worst you're going to feel is maybe a little tired, a little groggy or whatever. But that's pretty manageable with a little rest and lots of fluids and all that kind of thing. Hangovers are a completely different beast. Alcohol hangovers are a completely different beast and definitely no fun. And I find the older I get, the less alcohol I have to drink to have some of these effects, which kind of sucks. But at the same time, it's a reminder that death is staring me down. So why not switch it to a beautiful cannabis-infused vichy water that is not only going to be much more nourishing to my body, but it's going to have some intoxicating effects without the bullshit of dealing with hangovers the next day. So hello, the French were onto something with this French herb-scented vichy water. I should say Warren, though. Warren's the one that created this particular... um, mocktail, I guess. What you're going to need for this one, it's a pretty simple one to put together. You need the herbs, you need the dried herb de province, which are pretty easy to find in essentially any grocery store, a decent grocery store with a spice spice rack. Maybe you have some in the back of your cupboard already. You never know. It's a pretty classic combination of, of dried herbs. You're going to need a little bit of apple cider vinegar. You're going to need a lemon. You're going to need your rich simple syrup. He recommends making the rich simple syrup with raw honey for this particular one. I venture to say you could probably use either medicated rich simple syrup. So if you made the sugar version, try it with that anyway. It's probably going to be just fine. And the cucumber bitters, which I must confess, I did not use. Don't hate me. I tried to find cucumber bitters, like I mentioned in last week's episode. I do actually have a a purveyor of fine bitters in my town. Hi, Jillian, if you're listening to this. And she makes wonderful bitters, but has not come out with a cucumber bitter yet. I did find a cucumber bitter online, and I was going to order it, and somehow I just never did, but I wanted to make this anyway. And something like the cucumber bitters is going to add a little nice flavor and aroma to this, but it's not an essential piece. Now, if Warren's listening to this, he might wholeheartedly disagree but this is what I did. And this is, you know, don't let the cucumber bitters stop you from making this delicious vichy water. Um, So you are going to need to make a couple of things ahead of time. One of the things you're wanting to have is a lemon zest ice. And basically what you're doing is making ice with some lemon zest in it. You're just 
And it's as simple as it sounds. I don't actually own any ice cube trays anymore because I have a refrigerator with an ice maker in it, which is honestly one of the best features of that refrigerator. And I don't think I could ever live without without one ever again. But naturally, you can't make lemon zest ice with that. So I just use a mold that I had. They were like pretty big pieces of ice because it's almost like, uh, where did this silicone mold come from? I forget. I was given it. It's like a half. They're like half spheres. So I just made, you know, grated some lemon zest into it and poured in some water and froze it. And there you go. So just use whatever mold you have on hand, or maybe you can put it in a dish. If you don't have ice cube trays or whatever, you can always crack them out later or something like that. But that is a, a nice little touch to this particular beverage. And the herb simple syrup, you're going to have to make that ahead as well. And it's pretty simple. That's where you're using your dried herb de province in you're infusing it basically in with your medicated rich simple syrup and some of the apple cider vinegar. What I'm going to suggest to you right now is that you make extra because I found that when I put it in the little um, bag, the herbs, it'd be like using a tea bag or one of those reusable tea bags. You just put it in there and you you boil it gently on the stove for about an hour um, and you keep your an eye on it. So, it's, but it, you're doing it at a very low temperature, so it's pretty easy to put this on the stove and let it sort of simmer away while you're doing other things in your kitchen or making an edible or, or whatever it is that you like to do, or maybe you're just even watching a TV show. Who knows? But you can just let that sort of simmer away for about an hour. But it doesn't make a ton when I followed the instructions that he had in the book, and I did thankfully make extra so that I would have it. And then when you let it cool, make sure you squeeze that bag out because it does tend to uh, hold a lot of the, a lot of the liquid. And like I said, it doesn't make a ton. So I think I quadrupled it. Maybe I didn't necessarily add more herbs to the bag though, to the tea bag. I don't know if you necessarily have to do that just because you're going to be, it's an, it's sitting there and infusing in it for over an hour. So you don't necessarily have to worry about doing that if you don't have a ton but do add extra extra of the apple cider vinegar and your medicated rich simple syrup, just so that you have extra because you are making this particular Vichy water by the glass. And if you have extra and you can set it aside, it'll probably keep for a little bit, like, you know, a week or something like that. Then with the extra, you can make more drinks without having to go through and make more of the herb simple syrup. So that would be my couple recommendations for that particular step about the herb simple syrup. So make extra and squeeze the hell out of that tea bag when you're done with it. And then of course, let it cool. And then essentially, once you've done those two extra steps, like I said, you do have to think about it and make it ahead, the ice and this herb simple syrup, then you're just adding it all into a glass. He recommends a Collins glass. And of course, as a craft cocktail genius. He probably has a plethora of lovely different types of glasses in his cupboard. I do not own all kinds of different glasses. I have the standard set you probably pick up from Walmart or something like that that had like, you know, 18 glasses in it or whatever. And I'm probably down to to eight because they just break over the years. So just whatever. Um, and that works just fine. But if you want to get fancy, add the ice, the lemon zest ice to your Collins glass. You're adding a little bit of your herb simple syrup. You're topping it with the Vichy water. In my case, I just used regular old sparkling mineral water, which was quite nice. He suggests also if you don't have Vichy water, which to be honest, I'm not even really sure what Vichy water is. Is that a is that a an American thing? 
think. Uh, I don't really know. But he also says you can use plain seltzer water with a pinch of sea salt. I used a mineral water. There are different um, sparkling waters out there with different mineral contents. You could probably play around with that a little bit too, which is interesting to think that there are different flavors to different waters. I mean, who would have thought, but did you know there's water sommeliers out there who will taste test different waters and that a lot of the mineral waters from different regions reflect the terroir of that regions? And it's pretty fascinating, to be honest. Anyway, if you don't have the Vichy water, sparkling water will do. If you want to add a little extra salt, a pinch of sea salt, you can, which is also probably very good if it's really hot out to make sure you're replenishing your electrolytes. And you're going to do a lemon zest twist and to garnish the glass with, which makes it look really pretty. So if you're, you know, having a friend over or something and you're relaxing in the evening, it's really nice just to sit down and enjoy a classic drink. And if you're trying to avoid alcohol, this gives you the feeling of a really beautiful, beautifully made cocktail without the alcohol. And of course, you're going to feel really nice making it or enjoying it. And the... I made this one, unlike the John Bartram's Garden Punch from last week, I made this one with the uh, simple syrup as directed in the book. And I just had the one glass because I wanted to test it out. And it was lovely. Like it didn't really, it wasn't too strong is what I found. And there are, of course, probably ways you can make it stronger if you want, by all means. But if you want something really light, refreshing and calming, uh, at any point during the day, this is a really nice one to help keep you cool. So that pretty much brings me to the end of, of the recipe. Of course, I'm going to be posting this in the show notes. So if you want to click on it so you can go back and look, but those are my tips for making this particular French herb scented Vichy water, which I think you'll enjoy. And this would be something too, I know it's something... Fuck, I keep saying some of the same words over and over again, don't I? There should be bonus points for people who can point out words I say over and over. And if you can point those out to me, I can make an effort to say them less. But I digress. This is something you could probably enjoy in cooler weather as well, just because it is so hydrating and refreshing. So try it out. Let me know what you think. I always love to hear what you guys are making in your own kitchens. If you have a chance to make any of the recipes I'm talking about on this show and you've decided you want to take a picture and send it along, please do. I'd be happy to share those on my Instagram page and whatnot as well. Always curious as to what you guys are making. And yeah, that would be, that would thrill me to no end. So please send along your pictures and your feedback about anything that I'm doing. And again, final call for questions for the upcoming uh, listener Q&A episode that I'm going to be doing in the next few weeks. I say final call because at some point I have to do a cutoff date, although I'm going to be doing these periodically anyway. But if you have any questions, please send them along to bite me podcast at fastmail.com or leave me a voice message on my web from my website at bitemepodcast.com. And I would love to hear from you and include your question on that upcoming episode. And if you're listening to this sort of in real time as it's released, I have something very exciting for you guys next week. I have a special guest that's going to be joining us on the podcast. And I think you're really going to enjoy it. So be ready for that next week. So stay cool, you guys. I know it's hot out there right now. Stay safe. 
And until next week, my friends, stay high. 